Conscious Collaboration brings together entrepreneurs, changemakers, and thought leaders. We aim to highlight the people that embody the idea of aligned mind, body, and business. Each week, we share, discuss, and learn from the various experiences and ideas of our guest experts. Through our discovery, we find a path to an aligned mind, body, and business. Hi, I'm Lisa. And I'm Emily, and this is the Conscious Collaboration Podcast, first episode of 2024. What up, y'all? So what up, Lisa? 2024. Yeah. Yeah. I've been rounding up for a while, so I was prepared. You've been rounding up on the year? Yeah. Yeah. not a thing, but okay. That's how I get ready for the next year. You figured it out. You figured it out. Um... (laughs) And that's what we're going to talk about today. So there's like a um, a thread, I guess, or a post uh, going around on Instagram. I've seen it on several big accounts. Um, and it's, is that what you call a, a carousel, right? Where it's just, oh, yeah, it's just a carousel. A, uh, tech lighter, you know, text graphic, right. Where you slide through it. And, um, you know, they were just kind of some good, like, uh, takeaways, like, like, I, I forget what the, um, you know, actual title or category for these was, but one of the slides, um, stood out to me in particular. It just really resonated with me, especially as far as like, uh, my business entrepreneurship journey has gone, but I think, um, I think we can kind of apply it to really like literally anything, literally well, like anything, adulting in general, adulting in general. Sure. <laughs> um, or, you know, you could argue some, some childlike, uh, qualities to this, uh, mm-hmm. thought process, but anyway, here's, here's the slide. Here's the text on it. It's everyone, everyone who started something had no clue how to do it at the beginning, <laughs> but they figured it out by making mistakes. Make your number one trait your figure out ability. And, uh, you know, I think that really like, like hits the nail on the head. I think so many people, especially when it comes to business or starting a business uh, or growing a business, uh, limit, limit themselves uh, because they don't know how to do something. But that's, it's so silly to me because it's, it's true. Literally anybody, anybody who started anything didn't know what they were doing in the beginning. And if anybody tells you otherwise, like they're full of shit, right? Like, it's right. <laughs> um, so, so let's talk about it. I let's like that. It. It's been, yeah. it's been also a theme um, in other places too. So I like that. You found this on Instagram as something that's patterning because I do think it is just a collective theme right now. Um, the idea of applying um, beginnership to anything that you're doing. It has been beginnership. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> I love I love the word making up game here right now. Figure oh. out ability and beginnership. Beginnership. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, beginner's mind though, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, mean, that's what an mind. entrepreneur does a lot of times is you know, I think in many ways, whatever you're creating, unless it's something that you're uh, a business that you're buying from someone else, it's, it's, um, services that you're creating on your own. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so they're just taking taking needs and um, uh, applications to help people and and support see people in ways that have never been put together before, most likely, unless it's um, some sort of, um, you know, you're buying already like a store concept idea off of someone else. Um, but the idea of looking at something with um, innocence, that comes up a lot in um, a lot of our conversations, but fresh eyes and um, not being afraid of the mistakes or the obstacles, like knowing there's a way around them. And it's funny you said adulting earlier, because I really think this is kind of a, a almost a childlike attitude uh, too. you know, like kids, kids don't really give a fuck. They'll, they'll, uh, I mean, at least, at least initially a lot of them before, before they, you know, start to develop the social anxieties and stuff that are really more so put programmed into mm-hmm. them and put onto them in, in different ways. They'll just like dive right into something. They don't yeah. necessarily care that they're not good at it yet or that they don't know how. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> you'll see a kid, you know, Olivia <laughs> just goes yeah. right into a headstand, right? Right. Like, yeah. With, I thought that. I like, well, you yeah. probably shouldn't just do that with no instruction. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. It's that like approach of like youthful folly, Mm -hmm. right? So it's not like necessarily ignorance. It's just approaching things as if there's no need to worry. And I think when you're trying to figure things out, certainly like trying to adult, um, you're already looking at things with a framework. Well, this could happen or this could happen or that could happen. Um, Whereas like a child's like looking at a challenge like I get to climb that. Hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Watch yeah it's, the fool, it's the fool too. It's the fool if we're gonna connect it to the tarot. Yeah. Like the leap of faith. Uh you know, just do something and uh we'll, it'll sort itself out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out as we go. And uh, you know a lot of times if you if you plan and plan and plan and try to make it make it perfect before you even start then you know, you end up having to change half the plan like early on anyway, because, because that's the deal. You, you, you do have to figure some of it out as you go. It's like that, you know, it really, like anything you go to school for business or nursing or, you know, whatever the case may be, you can be the smartest, most A plus, you know, book Mm -hmm. educated, uh, person on the planet in the subject, but until you've had some real world experience, it's it's to, to at least corroborate with that. Um, you're you're not going to figure it all the way out. Yeah, it's ex- yeah. That's another good example of it. You can go to like the best of the best trade school or whatever against a hundred other people and be the ace in your class, but if you don't have that. Um, bravery or courage to figure things out and use the knowledge in a way that hasn't been put together before to approach it, you're probably going to limit yourself or sell yourself short. I think when you over plan sometimes, it's like planning for a vacation or a trip too. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we can over plan things and limit the things that could happen accidentally. And accidentally is probably not the, the right word, but you know, 
intuitively organically organically mm-hmm. learning about a new a new environment and seeing there's oh that there's this opportunity to do this but if you've over planned it then you've like over overbooked yourself so like limited yourself from mm-hmm. something and you know i guess a common worry would be like that you would suck at figuring things out and you might at first right you might, but it's like anything else. The more reps you get, the more practice you get at just figuring it out. You know, yeah. the less, the less and less clunky it gets over time. And yeah. uh, even if you know, like, I feel like, you know, also, especially like with something like nursing or or entrepreneurship, you you're never, you're never gonna know it all you're never gonna learn it all and plus it you know the body of knowledge is always changing and growing and expanding so you know I don't know I I guess it's like a lot of it is like getting rid of that feeling that we should know something all right or like the know-it-all thing yeah it's um so what am I like almost five years into my business and I just applied for this entrepreneur school, which is usually for um, beginners. Mm-hmm. But I was looking at a lot of the um, types of classes and speakers and that type of thing. And uh, things have come a long way, even in the past four or five years that I think could benefit me now, like almost like like just every year, just starting out as a beginner, like what, what things can I re like fortify my foundation and my business with that I wasn't aware of when I started, I didn't have the resources. It's like, um, yeah, I don't know if I talked about it in the last podcast, but it's like, I was talking to some, uh, another entrepreneur, a local entrepreneur, and she was talking about business credit and how to build business credit. And they, that's just not something that you go into a business with really knowing unless you know someone who's successful at building business credit. Because as a solopreneur, you're using your um, your your own personal credit in your business, but that does you a disservice. So, you know, here I am almost five years into my business and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, like my business credit score is it needs some it needs some work and adjustment so it's limiting me um so a lot of a lot of the things that i can see myself doing i'm not going to spend a lot of time in the books and i'm not going to shut my business down but i am going to be looking at a lot of things um as if i'm just starting to to do any of this <laughs> mhm and i mean these things can like it can be level level ups over time too. So Mm -hmm. what I mean by that, like I've been lifting weights for uh, over, oh, was that four years? Yeah, four years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Going on five Um, years, right? Four years. uh, No, Christmas Eve actually made, made four years of like a truly like lifting weights. I started on, I started on Christmas Eve. Um, so that's kind of my, my day one that I count. I lifted weights before that, but like really, really like, you know, paying attention, learning what I was doing, um, Christmas Eve four years ago. So 
you know, after several years, like I, you know, I've started feeling pretty, pretty good about a lot of it. Um, at least in the, uh, you know, balanced, but very much, uh, strength oriented way that I was lifting. Well, Mm -hmm. (laughs) when I decided to dabble in bodybuilding, yeah, I pretty much like, you know, I don't want to say I started from square one, but it was definitely a new level. Like, um, especially, you know, in recently hiring a coach and, and, uh, starting some new, you know, new workout programming in a very different style uh, than I've, I've gotten used to. I've really had to kind of take on this, this beginner's mind thing in a, in a venue where I previously felt very comfortable, you know? Yeah. Um, So it's, it's been interesting, but if you, if you can get over the, the hangups, you know, whatever your hangup is, uh, then I think you can feel it pretty quickly start to like open up new, new doors, um, and new pathways that you hadn't even considered previously. Yeah. I mean, that's another good example of like, even though you're successful in your strength training and in your program to, to do these competitions in working, um, with a, with a different team, you're learning things that are, you know, from a, from a different uh, perspective ground up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that bolsters, like, like you said, levels you up from, from where you even were, which was already very high. Mm -hmm. It gives you almost a little bit of relief too, to know that like, Okay, it's okay that I don't know all this. You know, it's I don't think okay. we ever know. Oh, I, yeah. I don't think we ever know any, you know, anything to the to the full extent. Definitely not. It's like the 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 quote that they say about like travel a lot, but mm-hmm. I think you can really apply it to anything. Like the more the more you know, the less you know. Yeah, yeah. Like exactly. the, the the more you travel, the less you know. I think mm-hmm. is is what did Anthony Bourdain say that. But uh, Probably our yeah, favorite. It's, it's that kind of thing. <laughs> like the more, you know, the more you learn, the more I learn about weightlifting and bodybuilding and, and training and, and everything else. And the more people I train and the more, you know, mm-hmm. different like body types and, and, you know, levels of, of mobility and experience that I work with, like, it's almost like the less I feel like I know. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's but true. not in a bad way, if that makes sense. You're like, oh wow. Well, it's just it's like more a respectable it's more, thing. It's like I respect the amount of knowledge there is about yeah, you know, it's more expansive. I, I mean, that's why in one field so many um different people and experts can exist because there's so much. Like without I think it's neat that everybody's able to exchange their wisdom and knowledge and experience so readily now, because can you imagine like just trying to learn about something through books or through your, your close circle of friends. And now we're getting like high speed information all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, and realizing requires a higher level of discernment too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because now there's, 
there's a plethora of information, which is awesome, but there's also a lot more garbage to, yeah. <laughs> to sift through um, to, to, you know, really understand whether you're um, getting good information. So, mm-hmm. and sometimes you don't know something that you learned was not best for you or it might not be best for anyone, but it was just the, the way that it was taught. So when you put it into practice, you realize there's other, there's alternatives to what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. It just changes. Let's see what the aging has to say about it. I already pulled a card as you were talking about the energy around this um, figure, figure ability, figure ability, figure ability, figure out ability. <laughs> anyway, you know what I'm trying to say. The energy around it is joy, um, which is lake above and lake below. And um, yeah, so if happiness is supported by stability, it will wear down the stiffest barrier and win over the hardest heart. Um, True joy is a beacon in the world. And I think that goes to like what you were talking about with like um, the fool and youthful folly and children is, you know, their mistakes are more like, wow, that didn't work. Like more (laughs) joy to it. Like, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think that's, we are so scared of mistakes a lot of times. And I know a lot of people say, well, reframe your mistakes as like lessons. But when you're in it, you know, especially when it pertains to your business and there's um, finances attached to it, it feels, it's you know, harder to get to that place of joy. But I think there's, you know, like we always say, our success is mostly tied to our, our mindset. And if we're in the muck, so is everything else. But if you look at it like, um, you know, like a lesson that you learned and how cool it is that you just learned that. Um, and you're really good at that. Um, reframing, I think, mm-hmm. in my opinion, out of. Yeah. I mean, I, and I think, I think that the, el- that joy element goes along with figure out ability too, because if, if you're, if you're able to, you're, you're going to feel fear probably, mm-hmm. you know, regardless but if th- those who are able to push past those fears and take the leaps of faith anyway and start the business yeah. or try the bodybuilding or whatever, you know, whatever mm-hmm. the thing is, because those are like, those are, those are passions. Those are, you know, those things to figure out generally, yeah. even though there's annoying, you know, administrative stuff that goes along with it and all, all that. But those things broadly starting a business usually, I mean, it's, it's usually a passion project. So if you get to try the things that you're passionate about, yeah, you're gonna have more joy in your life because you're not suppressing, you know, the things that your heart or your intuition is pushing you towards due to, you know, whatever, whatever the fear or, or limitation is. So I think that joy and figure out ability, this, this skill are hand in hand in that way. At the Conscious Collaboration Podcast, we are proud affiliates of Atapa medical grade red light therapy devices. Red light therapy boasts a long list of clinically proven benefits, many that I and many of my clients have experienced firsthand. You can be sure that you'll be able to train harder, recover faster, and sleep better with Atapa Red Light Therapy. 
Visit myatapa.com, M-Y-A-T-A-P-A.com, or use the link in our Instagram bio to shop with the code COLLAB15, that's C-O-L-L-A-B-15, for a discount on your device. What do you think about, um, you know, just seeing what the next card would be, um, divining of the I Ching, like what, how can we frame the intention is like, how do we inject figure, figure out ability into our, um, coming year or how do we, yeah, I think that's the best way to say it. You're, you're better at coming up with the question (laughs) than me. I needed to say it out loud. I need to get your buy-in before I'm (laughs) doing that. So whatever the figure about figure out ability yeah, I wonder if like we could, I, I don't know if it's completely synonymous, but the word I keep thinking of is like adaptability. Yeah. It, it's kind of like similar, Yeah, at least, if not yeah. completely synonymous, but you know, the ability I like to- the- I like the idea of figure out ability too, because you're like using your, your brain and you're like, mm-hmm. you know, all the tools that you have, but the, so how can we inject this into our coming year and it's containment of potential? which is hexagram 26. And we get that a lot. Yeah. (laughs) That must be key um, for, I I think, our listeners too. Yeah. So we're going from um, 58, which is joy. And I like that image too, um, just to show everybody. It's like really that wellspring at the bottom there. I don't know if you can see from the glare. Mm Mm-hmm. Looks like a a spade, too. It does look a spade, yeah. And then containment of potential is also really cool. It's like a diamond in the middle. Mm. So we've got the spade and the diamond. I don't know if there's any significance there. So there's quite a bit of change that we're looking at. When I'm looking at the change lines, it's changing from the top, um, which is line six, or the divine or the heaven, and then a few changes down. So it's six. For those people that are reading along in their own books, six, five, four, three. So a lot of like higher level um, ideas, concepts from the heaven um, are impacting this concept of injecting our figure, figure out ability into this coming year. And so keeping in mind the joy, the concept that we talked about there. And, um, so really just having that perspective, like the cup is full, you know, instead of half empty kind of thing, um, keeping that mindset healthy is really important. It says, um, keeping that in mind, pleasant circumstances don't always indicate success. Having lost touch with one's deeper self and true purpose, it is possible possible to be swept along by vanity and superficial pleasures to be carried away from the sources of true joy. When this happens, it is no longer a question of good or bad fortune. When you lose control of your choices, everything is left to chance. Uh, That's good. Uh, I think that's good advice too. I think (laughs) I was just talking to my family while they were visiting too. It's along the same lines of like, you know, if you don't stand for something, you're going to fall for everything kind of concept. But even if we're getting short-lived um, success in um, things that, in particular, when we're talking about entrepreneurialism, say you're getting lots of success in um, 
in bids or um, finance, you know, financially you get payments coming in, but if it's not connected to the heart center or the true um, purpose of what you set out to do, it's not going to be sustainable. It's not going to be long lasting. Um, so I think that's important to keep in mind as you're using your figure out ability. It's not just how can I be crafty to um, be more financially successful. It's it's how can I do that and also stay aligned to my true self as well, too. Mm-hmm. It says when a period of joyousness begins to degenerate, slowly but surely, problems are going to arise. So when you start to feel a little gloomy, get out of that high vibe, you're going to start noticing all the things that match that. I think it's also a reminder like that figure, figuring it out while it is an action and part of it is actionable is not all a hundred percent action. It's still the combination of masculine, feminine, yin and yang pursuing and receiving, you know, the, the whole idea of figuring something out. Some of that is still receptive. You know what I mean? You take your action and then you take your rest and you allow, you allow answers to come to you that you have, planted the seeds to seek. Yeah. You're not just like, you know what I mean? I think, I think people like me and you might tend to, you know, get a little too cerebral with it and, and, you know, then be, you know, staying up nights or whatever, uh, you know, overthinking it, thinking that we're figuring it out, but sometimes figuring it out means turning your brain off of it momentarily. Oh yeah, I think I I agree. I, I think we've shared that too before a lot between mm-hmm. both of us. Is sometimes easy. <laughs> sometimes all everything is solved, and even beyond being solved, just by unplugging and taking a nap or going to the beach or something, it, everything resolves itself. Um, and we can't. I don't know. I don't know how to quantify how that happens, but um, you know, we can certainly get ourselves in a muck, and it explains. And this line, line five, that um, when you start to degenerate in your joy and you're starting to attract things of that lesser high vibration, I'll just put it in that word, um, no matter how sincere you are, you might be more, um, well, you'll be drawn to unlike unfavorable circumstances and to people as well, too. So... And it's hard to realize when you're in that, you might be a little more vulnerable to people um, or getting caught up in something that's taking you away from your purpose. So it's just really having that awareness and that tendency that I'm starting to lose my joy in this and I'm grasping or connecting with things that aren't necessarily helping. Um, So to your point, you know, it's really being guarded against harming yourself and getting getting rebalanced. Yeah. I think if the process starts to really feel like a struggle or exhausting, then that's obviously your cue. It's probably beyond the cue, but it's, it's your cue to red flag, (laughs) switch to a recept, you know, receptive mode, rest mode for a minute and, um, and hit the actionable part on a little bit more refreshed. um, Yeah. 
I think it's it's like when you were talking that receptive mode, I think receptive, um, resourceful, like those would be things that you could say to yourself when you're starting to feel um, like you're losing the joy is to affirm for yourself, I am resourceful. This, mm-hmm. this is something I'm good at. I'm good at getting out of these things. <laughs> um, knowing that you are resourceful will take you away from like you're saying, um, burning the midnight oil in the wrong direction or um, getting yourself into a mucky situation or around people that aren't helpful to you. Into, uh, yeah, right. And it's kind of like back to force versus power. If you have to force it, right, like you're not in your power. So, yeah, just being aware of um, where you are energetically in the process of figuring it out. So when you were saying that, I was thinking about, I know we talked about like the irritation that creates a pearl in an oyster. Mm -hmm. Well, like also um, to that same point of forcing, it's like you could like break the whole process, ruin the whole process of the pearl if you try to break open the mollusk before it's done or like you'll just destroy Mm -hmm. the the animal, um, if it's not, um, receptive or like opening and, and, and so there's like, that's the image that I got. I think it continues from a couple episodes back, but, um, these irritations are what really make these great moments of success, especially for entrepreneurs or someone more on like a, um, a self-awareness or self-improvement journey. Yeah, because when the pearl is ready, the shell will just open. Yeah. But like how many times have you seen like someone just completely obliterate? Right? Is that the true shell? or did I make that up? Is that I true? Think it just opens. I mean, I I, <laughs> I see uh, so I did just make it up, but it seems like it could be true. It could be true. But I have seen like <laughs> so when I in my previous life, when I was working with jewelry, I did get to see a lot of video footage of, um, you know, where they would go and harvest the pearls. Mm -hmm. I spent a lot of time looking at B-roll footage of that. And it's not, it's not a process that's like forceful, you know, yeah, they're harvesting the pearls, um, but I don't think, you know, you really don't want to be like, uh, like trashing everything that, (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, that you're going to the bottom of the sea for. It's, it's a much more you know, timing is right kind of thing. Yeah. I I don't know. Maybe that's the image that we have. <laughs> so mm-hmm. someone can let us know if we're way off base on that. Right. If it's, if it's a scientific fact, then it's a really good analogy. Yeah, cool. <laughs> and you're welcome. <laughs> so it talks about too, line four came up in this um, shifting from joy into containment of potential. And as we're talking about figure out ability, it says um, the failure to choose joy over pleasure is as self-defeating as a failure to act in the face of danger. Choosing the higher desire brings fulfillment while passionate self-indulgent increases suffering. So know the difference. And I think that also goes along with like chasing the money and getting pulled away from your values because you're like, oh, like I really use that. Instant gratification. Right. Yeah. So, and then lastly, line three, the source of true joy is within oneself. If one is out of touch with it, the tendency to search for joy externally can easily take the form of indulgent and pleasant, but superficial distractions. 
and those that don't control their idle desires do so because they're not grounded. Knowing your deepest wishes and acting on them is the best path to joyful, exuberant, and energy. Look for something external to fill you up, and that's never going to satisfy you for very long. Um, so I like, I think these are really good to keep in mind. Um, so looking a little bit more about this coming future energy for the rest of the year, as we're thinking about ways to use our figure out ability, finally got it right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so this, this hexagram 26, it points to, um, the command and control of great power, the power that increases as it is wisely stewarded. So it talks about you have considerable reserves of energy and support to draw upon. So don't forget that you have all the resources. And this is an excellent time to nurture creativity by collecting and organizing your best ideas and plans. And now even larger and difficult undertakings can be successful. So to your point, don't be afraid of the even more difficult and unknown um, whatever it is that you're taking on. A hidden source of power for those who wish to do noble deeds is the study of the past. The lives of wise and successful men and women are like treasures buried in the earth. Good fortune comes to those who unearth such valuable treasures by applying the lessons of ages um, to their current situation. Well, one of the easiest ways to figure something out is to look and see how people previously figured it out. Yeah. I heard that. Um, Work smarter, not harder. <laughs> yeah, like for those people that are interested in using AI, there's there's a, a way, I mean, that you can talk to AI to, to ask AI. And of course, it depends on what kind of information is out there. So you have to be discerning. But if you were this expert or this person that used to be alive in this field, it could be whatever your field is, what, what would their advice be to me in this situation? Um. So you can, through AI, using that with discernment, um, hear what someone in the past um, would give you as advice, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, just just a way to kind of like play and inject some of that play and take you out of maybe a hamster wheel of destruction. If you're on that path, might be like, I, let me ask for advice here. <laughs> I don't, no one knows anything about this, so might as well ask whoever um you know would be the expert of this even if they're not alive well now with like youtube and blogs and everything else i mean you if you do enough digging you can often find somebody who documented their whole you know yeah way and so you don't have to like it's not like you're truly like you know don't copy somebody like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but you you don't have to reinvent the wheel either no no you don't I don't think there's any, you know, there's so many different variations and out there of any, any concept that it doesn't hurt to, I mean, certainly look at what someone else does in their approach and you just automatically fill in the blanks with like, well, that's not going to work for me, whatever. I'm going to do it this way, but at least it gets you somewhere (laughs) moving forward. I've even said it about parenting too. Like nobody ever really knows what they're doing. Right. Yeah. The entirety of parenting is figure figuring it out. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really is. And isn't that the truth? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't even yeah, I'm I'm just reflecting back on parenting. 
uh, even just mm-hmm. last night and like w- the like, bedtime routine. Sometimes I think I have it figured out and then the kids get a little bit older and suddenly I'm starting at square one again. But what, what I was mm-hmm. doing before wasn't working. Yep. Yep. I don't know. That's a good one. I like that, Emily. I'm glad you came across that. Good topic. Yeah. Very, very timely. Yeah. On point. Yeah. Well, and it puts a better um, spin or, or reframe, I guess, like we were talking about, you know, feeling like even just changing the language from I don't know what I'm doing to I'm going to figure it out, right, to two vastly different statements that pretty much mean the same thing. And one one is disempowering and one is empowering. Yeah. Yeah. And I think even just like, like you said, looking at it as if you're a child trying to figure something out, but Mm -hmm. I can't wait to figure this out. Or um, I wonder if I can figure this out and what it's going to look like. Yeah. Or I can't wait to figure this out. (laughs) Word. Can't wait. (laughs) Can't wait to figure this out. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Well, what do you say we continue this conversation inside of the Facebook group? Let's do it. All right. So it's the Conscious Collaboration Collective on Facebook, Mm -hmm. and we'll Mm -hmm. continue that conversation in there. And um, this video recording of us chit-chatting, all the good and bad stuff happening in the background (laughs) is going on YouTube. So people can find us there. We'll plug all the information inside the description box and you can find out more by connecting with us on any of our social media. And um, it's been fun. I'm going to go figure some things out. It's been real. Let's figure it out, bro. Joyfully. All right. (laughs) I'll talk to you in five. All right. Talk to you in five. Bye. Thank y'all so much for listening to our podcast. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with all your friends so they can join our circle of collaboration on this journey. You can find us on Instagram at Conscious Collaboration Podcast, on Spotify, iTunes, and Audible, to name a few. Please join us next time for another deep dive into how you can live life in more alignment, mind, body, and business. Send us your questions and comments in our DMs or email us at consciouscollaborationpodcast at gmail.com. See you in five minutes.